Bruising Banner Podcast. Banner Podcast. Bruising Banner Podcast. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to Bruising Banner Podcast. I am your host, Rob G. And with me, as always, is the legendary Brew Crew. What up, fellas? I got water, I got, you know, juice or whatever. He's like, y'all need twin legs? <laughs> as a matter of fact, I do. to everybody is, does Delaware have an actual culture? This is the podcast that we talk about beer, but we also talk about a lot of things that's happening in the world. Politics, movies, anything really that comes to our mind while we're here. Sampling these brews. Grab a drink and pull up a chair. <laughs> Is that a that's a cash money? Who is that? Pity Pop was, but baby, was it was cash, cash oh. money's record. I met Pity Pablo. I keep on saying cash money. Oh, okay. I'm about to say, I know I hear, was hear on some the, familiar flow on there. Baby was on the record. I think it was Baby Feet. It was cash, it was the Freaky League album. Uh-huh. Pity Pablo. Nice. What year did that come out? I didn't even know that album had other songs on it. (laughs) Right. I thought it was the helicopter remix and the helicopter song. That was it. (laughs) (laughs) Helicopter song wasn't even on Freaky League. (laughs) Freaky League. I thought that was the only song on that album. (laughs) He knew he had a whole album. Yeah. Hold up. He had two albums. You couldn't make. (laughs) Yeah. He had Freaky League and helicopter joint. The helicopter and Freakly wasn't on the same album. Uh-huh. No, that's two different. Oh, that's, why had, that's why I had the record. Oh, yeah, Did you Pini miss Pablo? me? <laughs> what a that's two why I had the record. Did career. you miss me? That's awesome. He Yo. might do more. He might got some. T- oh, back then you couldn't more. make. You he couldn't make just singles. You had to make whole album back then. It's not like now. You had to have a whole whole album. Pablo. It might have been good. What was inspiration behind behind that today? Did you miss me? That's the only reason why, because he said, Did you miss me? (laughs) Because we've been going since since, uh, last year. (laughs) (laughs) It could have been an other song. (laughs) What up, what up, what up? Welcome to Bruising Banter Podcast, where the topic is the rocket and the brew. Well, happy to fuel. And I'm your host, Rob G. And with me, as always, the legendary brew crew. What's going on, fellas? Welcome back. Happy New Year! Yappy New Year. Yeah. What's going on, everyone? Happy back at it. We, we back at it. We already got folks hating on us. Hey, late, 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 late. Oh, he, oh, he anxious. Brandon, Brandon, sit your ass down. You are anxious. He was waiting for one o'clock, wasn't he? Ain't nobody know about the P.D. Pablo album. I know about the P.D. Pablo album. Uh, <laughs> Brandon, you was, uh, you was what, waiting for one o'clock? Always, yo, Brandon always trying to make it seem like he's the hip-hop guru. Like, oh. <laughs> Well, the, tell Brandon he the beer guru. Sit right. down. Right. <laughs> All right. This is episode 148 of Bruising Banter Podcast. I just want to welcome everybody to the show. Welcome nice. every all the fellas back in the in the building. And not technically in the building, yeah, but on nice these airwaves. You can welcome Brandon back too, I guess. Yeah, welcome everybody. It's a new back. dawn, it's a new day. And I'm yeah. feeling good. Yeah, this is episode 148. So we do have a great, we have great two great guests with us today. Nice. Um so we want to probably just bring them in right now before we get. Oh, I see that uh, nitro <laughs> pour on them, Lil. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, 
That motherfucker. All right. I wasn't. You did the way that joint. Aggressive in the cave out of nowhere. Look at it. Look at that cascade. Look at that cascade. Look at that beautiful glass footage. All right. All right. We interrupted. Look. I didn't. I didn't know it was gonna be like that. I was trying. to You said you should have waited because from let's just listening to their their podcast. I know. Tony likes to hit the cracks of the cans mm. and all the good stuff. And, good. And, so, and now, I mean, I guess he could have still heard it. He can he see here. Yeah. <laughs> and look, I always do it when we, nah. Yeah. I, just wanted right. to, I just wanted to see it. So without further ado, I want to bring in Jerry and Tony of Mine and Brews and Beats to the podcast. Nice. Welcome, brothers. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey. Jerry, it's been a long time. Yeah, man. Uh, like <laughs> since... Um, September. September. Um, Do you remember? Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, nice. Nice. Um, I want to welcome you. Who Tony? What's up, man? How you hey, doing? what's going on, man? How, how are y'all? I heard the good. How come we didn't see you in September? COVID, man. I didn't have it, but shit, I was on. You was like, you was a little annoyed. You was a little paranoid. <laughs> I didn't want. It. I was a lot of paranoid. <laughs> okay, okay. You said that. So we, man, we try to get him up there in in August. Yo, yo, Tony, if you'd have bought them big ass headphones you got on right now, you would have been yeah. COVID protected. Yo, oh, yeah. <laughs> this is for uh, I'm a, I'm a I'm a wannabe bedroom DJ. So okay, nice. okay. So I don't oh, want to hear the quiet storm. Oh, you want to be DJ or because if you're in the bedroom and DJ, technically you're already the bedroom DJ. That's not want to be. I keep it in house. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Straight on my computer and that's it. For your own listening pleasure. Yeah, you said he said bedroom DJ. I'm like, hey, what are you, Quiet Storm? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna ask what was going to try to do a little Simpson vibe. A little, <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? A little Power 99 Quiet Storm. <laughs> it did sound like it was going to go a little left. That's why yeah. I didn't want to think too far. Bedroom DJ. <laughs> it's not, this is the way our minds work, Tony. You gotta have a good time. Because you know, uh, in home DJ would have spoke a lot differently than bedroom. DJ. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bedroom DJ bedroom sexy, took it Tony. to a different. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes yeah. I gotta get it sexy too. I, remember, so, right? <laughs> I didn't tell you. I didn't. You're like, hold on, hold on, girl. Let me skitch it, skitch it. He said, he said, he started off. It seemed like there was a genre for a while of bedroom producers. You know, usually you're one person in the bedroom doing the mixes and stuff like that. So it's probably where that is true. Was that what's her name? Billy Eilish. I was about to say, Billy Eilish's brother was in the bathroom all the time or in the bedroom. I think their first two albums are in the bedroom, right? Wow, at least the first one, at least the first one, sure. Um, all right, well, once again, I want to thank Modern Brews and Beats to the podcast. Well done. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, here. But before we start, we always like to know what everybody is drinking on, even if it's water or anything like that. So before we begin, what are we drinking today? And since you are a guest, we'll start with uh, you. So uh, so we'll start with Tony. Tony, what are you drinking today? So today I'm drinking, um, so I'm, I'm new to the state of Arkansas. So I'm drinking the Arkansas beer. Nice. I'm the uh, Blackberry Bramble from Lost 40. Let me see. Mm. Like, like a Lost 40 uh, brewery, man. So it's, it's legit. It's a really good beer. Um, I've had it before. Uh, it's a Blackberry wheat. Um, mm. beer, so it's been let's see, the mm. crack. I saw, I, I saw a little bit of the port, the cracking, yeah, the port, so there we go. So. All right, that was good. What's the, what's, did you say what's ABV? You ABV? ABV, good question, fellas. Let me find it. You, you could take your time. Let me find it somewhere on there. Mm-hmm. 
That can that can look uh, busy. Sometimes they put it around like the yeah, neck yeah, right near the neck. Dope. Yeah, I mean, let me yeah. let me let me come back to that one. Yeah, let me see. <laughs> I was about you, to say, you, let Yoda you pour it in the glass. Let, let me see Yoda what see it looks like. So, and he'll guess it. He'll get it. Let me see what it looks like. Right. See, I don't have. Pour, 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 pour it into. Oh, you going straight out of the can? You going straight out of the can? That's what we do in the cell. We just crack the can. Just crack the can and take that thing. Got you. Got you. I'll come back to the ABV here shortly. All right. All right. All right. What are you drinking on? So they have a new IPA here at Oplick Brewing, and uh, I hadn't planned to do the recording here, but things just kind of worked out. So I'm here at the place, and they have a brand new IPA called Oak Cliff IPA. And okay. um, because it's brand new, I hadn't even got, I know it's 6.5%, but I haven't got like the hops that are particularly in it. It's its really fresh, clean. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I would definitely do more of it. So it, it's mm-hmm. solid. Nice, nice, nice. Six That's a good. That's a good yeah. ABV to start with, especially when you just starting out. That yeah, kind of, this is a six percent also. So six percent. Nice. All right. All right. right. Got it. All right, uh, Lou, since you already poured up, what are you drinking on? Uh, oh, snizzle hold bass. On. <laughs> hold on. Let me get that bottle. <laughs> he got nervous. That was a beautiful pour. It was. It was. That was a nice pour. Thank you very much, sir. I appreciate you guys. Yeah. Uh, I didn't get nervous at all. I just dropped the bottle. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I've been doing this for 148 episodes. I'm not nervous anymore. Not excited. Uh, this is the Milk Stout Nitro uh, America Stout from Left Hand Brewing. Uh, it's kind of different. Normally, Left Hand uh, always has their hand is red this one is a black hand y'all gonna see that mm-hmm. uh, here is the cascading nitro after it's been drunk a little bit it's brown uh with a nice head that stays on it uh it says here the ingredients are rocky mountain water malted barley lactose flaked oats hops yeast and contains milk lactose mm-hmm. this is delicious guys it's under night under nitro under that yeah. nitro right and it's weird. Do they normally do bottles under nitro? Yeah, yeah. some of them. Okay. Some of them. Wasn't yeah. I didn't because I didn't hear the you know what I mean, but I did hear it when it it dumped in there. Yeah, uh, it was loud. When you... <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker came out like I thought something was happening to him at first until I saw him moving right. across. Yeah, look up at the screen like what's going on? Uh, yeah, it's a six percent alcohol by volume. Has twenty five IBUs. Super smooth with soft roastiness and mocha notes. Oh mm-hmm. uh, yeah, here it is, man. Pass me another. This is yeah. About to say how you rate that? <laughs> nice. All right. I'm gonna be done right. before the interview start. I wouldn't look that horn though. <laughs> All right, Dev, what you drinking on? Oh man, uh, top of the year. I went and got something fresh, new from our home state, Delaware. I went to First State Brewing Company. Uh, a few hours ago and picked up their uh, Conscious Observer Tropical Goza. Um, nice. This is a it's a it's a crowler. So they had it on tap or they had it in the crowler. Those are the only two choices. So uh, I went with the crowler. This is a four point four percent. So a little lower. However, I picked this because um, I wanted to do kind of a his and her pour this evening. I gave my wife some, put it in her little little wine glass, you know, got experimental with the wine glass and I put it in my bruising banner podcast glass. But this is its tasting notes is mango, pineapple and passion fruit for this Goza four percent. It's definitely a pass me another. Um, 
And again, uh, gateway, gateway beer for a his and hers light refreshing on a Sunday evening. That, that would have been weird if he went, went with the uh, the draft and not the crowd, though. <laughs> like, Why? Uh, this is the beer right here. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, right, right. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, uh, I reached out to him. Like, he had a choice. Yeah, I reached out to him on uh, on Friday when I saw the date, or it might have been earlier in the week than when they had posted it. Uh, say like, "Yo, I need a I need a four pack," and they were like, uh, "Crowler or or come in and you know have a beer with us." So I said, ah, "I'm gonna fall back on the in person right now and go and get that Crowler." I want them to fill my uh, growler up, but they right now they not they're not doing uh, growlers because of COVID. They like cut that cut that uh, out. So uh, I had to go why? with this. Oh, no, this was sanitary, you know, like can and all that. They didn't want to. Yeah. As soon as I said that, I understood why. Yeah, I can see some people kind of going back into growlers, though, just because of the can situation, you know, right. True, right. That, yeah, so, that will alleviate uh, any shortages for them, you know. And isn't, isn't there enough sanitizer? Yeah. Um, like if they can sanitize a glass that yeah. somebody they, they, don't, they don't trust. They might. I mean, because I know we when we when I was at uh, Belfont, we did it there, but you had we had we had to sell you the, the, the growler. growler like you can bring in your personal so, one so you just own oh, every time growlers. yeah right. you, you okay okay it was never yeah, that, that can get expensive yeah, <laughs> yeah well stop drinking so much no. <laughs> really i would you tell you say that from a drinker to a drinker you gonna tell me stop drinking so much i was saying you oh i was saying you wait a minute to fill um <laughs> a growl like ah yeah because they weren't taking outside growls i should say they might they might have took them taking the one that because i know that was that was i think the one down the street that was the uh Position they were taking that they weren't doing outside growlers at the time, okay, because of they don't know how good you clean your joint and then they might contaminate their system or something when they Crazy. when you're cleaning and stuff. Well, they well, I guess they never gonna go back to that because they'll just never know. Well, if, you, if you're using uh, sanitizer to clean something, trust the how process. Can you, how can you contaminate it, right? Trust the process. I don't know. They might. They might okay. lick the. You might lick the rim. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I feel what you're saying. Like you drunk out the bottle. You drunk out your bottle, and you handed it to to me to. And I'm supposed to sanitize. So, right. But normally, when you sanitize it, you sanitize the inside. I didn't get that rim piece that you already drank on. So when I pressed it against my my tube, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm I'm just a <laughs> you work there. That's why I'm asking. You, you, you was gonna give a whole story why it lied is. Yeah, I only wanted it if it was the truth. <laughs> no, that's right. I'm sure it was the thought process in terms of contaminating the systems, and so they didn't want to even have that liability because they because I mean you never know how it's how well liability. Yeah, liability. Right. Um. All right. That yeah. What you drinking on? So I I got from uh. I'll show the can right here. Yeah, right here. Got the can. Right. Oh, so, that good that, that good brew your story. Oh, you yeah. could that's that uh is that a uh is that a uh Belgian? Yeah, it's a, a black Belgian, a triple yeah, Belgian. Yeah, that thing right, right there mm-hmm. is special. So this is from uh <laughs> <laughs> he sound like a freak. Um yeah, it is though. It's, it's, it's freaky, it's freaky, freakish good. Yeah, it it's is a, good, a black yeah. Belgian ale. Yeah, yes, yep. And this uh um this is from who I say Oak Park Brewing Oak Park. out of out of uh, Sacramento, Sacramento California California and this was uh this was made for their uh the first annual People's Harvest Jubilee yep. 
Yeah, because yeah, it was brewed with somebody else. It was brewed with some, and some brewed brothers, with, right? Uh, who was it brewed with, though? It uh, says it on there. I should say it on there. Uh, like Brothers and Brewing or something like that? Yeah, on the back. You see the B&B on the back? On the other side. Yeah. Oh, see oh, oh, oh. That's the not camera. the back, then. That's not the back. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> that's the front. B. Oh, bro. But what's that stand for? Brews with Brothers? Uh, Brews with Brothers. BWB? Brothers with Brewing. Something like that. I believe. Brothers yeah, I believe. Brothers, brothers, brothers with Brewing. Yeah, or something to that effect. This is a 8.6 alcohol okay. by value. Yeah, that was and delicious. It, um, has some, what's that, size and Calypso hops mm-hmm. and Belgium candy syrup. Yeah. And some, uh, where do you get that? Viking malts. You should, you should have some of that. I should bought. I bought that from California. No, I'm, talking about, I'm talking about Belgian candy. Oh, this what it looks like in the glass oh. right here, nice and dark. Oh shit, mm. that shit to the top. Is that brown oh, or, or black? Is that's that brown? Nice. Or black? It, it, it's it's nice. dark, dark. It's a dark brown. Dark man. Oh no. Well, I'll talk. I'll ask. In my black is in my black is beautiful glass, but it's delicious and it's like real smooth. I don't know if I now, drank mine yet. Now that eight point three sure. though, I don't know how. Like, <laughs> I can't drink it too fast, but it's good. I would That's pass me another of these. That's what's up. Sounds. I good. didn't know if I would like it at first. I was like, mm, I don't know, but it's pretty good. It's good. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm glad. Right. It's it's warm. When I when I had it, I was like, it's almost give you a feeling of like, uh, you know, like it's like it's like like liquor. You know, like when you drink yeah. it, like it warm you, like like that yeah. style. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, Rob G. Yes, sir. Happy New Year, sir. Happy New Year. What is your first beer of this new year? Uh, I'm first New Year. Uh, I, I don't uh, subscribe to Jan- uh, Dry Januarys because of uh, I know that was created by Dasani. <laughs> it's a marketing gimmick. No, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, I am drinking uh, a main red ale from uh, R- Four River Brewing. There it is. It's the Timber Hitch. Mm. Main, Timber Hitch. And it's out that's of the name. Portland. The yeah, name is called Timber, Timber Hitch. Hitch. Yep, Timber Hitch Main Red Ale. Mm, there it is right there. It's out of uh, South Portland, Maine. And it is six point three percent. It's a um, it's a it's a, uh, it's a red ale. I mean, you really can't see the color in here because the it's kind of dark in here. Yeah. But it is so it has it red. Supposed, is that supposed and, to be reddish? Yeah, it is reddish when in the light. Yeah. It's red in the it's light, but from every time you put it in the light, it's off screen. Yeah. So if I yeah, and my hand and the seventeen percent covers a lot of it, but yeah. it is it is red. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's good. I mean, I like red L's anyway. So mm-hmm. when I when I see one, I always have to between that and ESB. Mm-hmm. If I see it, I have to grab it. <laughs> Absolutely, nice, nice. Okay, well, so you just pass me another. Okay, what you say the percentage was on that? You said what? What you say the ABV was? Six point three. Okay, okay. I'm six point three today. Yeah, y'all low balling today. I'm out here in these streets. <laughs> yes, you are. We on average, we had a six average. Well, look, I went and picked up this. I went and picked up this crowler, and they was just they were just feeding me. Oh, you want to wait? Oh, why you waiting for your food? You know, well, I, I want you. If, if you finish the whole crowler, you, he had eight. If he finished the whole crowler, you probably had eight. Huh? That's true. I guess. Is, is that how that works? Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's, it's 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 more ounces. 
It's more ounces, so if he yeah. drank more ounces, not a double, more. two two beers, four and four, eight. Yeah, yeah, I that's guess I give you that. Like I guess I give you that. Two sixteens. That's if he finished it, but I think yeah. he was sharing it already. <laughs> I, I, get, I gave her like, you know what I mean, like a small uh, score. Nah, so nah, you only gonna get to seven. It's all good. Like I said, I sampled, I sampled a few others while I was there. I had a, um, I had one of their uh, double dry hop uh, IP, uh, IPA hazies while I was there in a little five ounce pour. That was eight percent. Um, I had a, um, they got a, they got a new New England Pilsner. Um, there as well that I tried in a five ounce pour, another delicious beer. I got I got a question for you, Dev. Mm-hmm. On that crowler, I noticed that it had like it still had a, um, it still had a cover on it. Like, mm-hmm. does it yeah, still, still have, have it have all the information on there like the regular ones do? Um, not really. Uh, you know, oh what you know what? Let me see. No, um, it just has the keep cold, drink cold, drink oh, okay. fresh. Um, on the back, you know, like how they usually, I know what you're saying, like they really go all in. They really go, yeah. Technical, real details, technical right? side yeah. of their stuff. So yeah. this is just a standard label where they can just write on the front. Unlike, unlike their. Is that uh, like the ones that they their, can though, right? Yeah, like yeah, they're 16 ounce, they're pipe cores, like the, they go the, all in. The regular kings. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right, well, let's get into this uh, modern brews and beats. Uh, so, uh, yeah, without further ado, the, t- the truth is yours. You can tell us who modern beats are, who Jerry and Tony are, how y'all got together, how it came together, all that good stuff. So, the floor is yours. So, once again, welcome modern brews and beats to the podcast. Hey, I always I always defer to Jerry when it comes to the explanations because he has the true radio voice. That that, oh. that smooth jazz, like like we were talking about. DJ. But I'm oh. but, but here in Texas, you know, we, we chop and screw everything, so you don't even hear me. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Late night chop and screw is crazy. <laughs> oh, I know what kind of DJ he does, man. DJ and chop and screw. Okay. Yo, yo. All right, Jerry, it's on you then, Jerry. Cool. Um, so Tony and I had seen each other around at different breweries, um, but we hadn't connected. We actually got with a friend of ours who was doing a show at the time called uh, Dallas Beer Talk, and um, you know, shout out to Victor Santana. And so we was doing that show. We did an interview of himself and an interview of Tony. He said, "You guys should think about you know doing some a show together." And I hadn't had a podcast in a little while. I I had a podcast back in two thousand five, like back okay. when back when podcast you had to literally explain like what is that? What is a right. podcast? Right. Uh-huh. So, um, but I've been wanting to do something like that again, and I wanted to kind of find a different way for people to really kind of uh, think about beer and also bring some music into it because I've always mm-hmm. just had the love of those two worlds. And so we were playing around with a few names uh, about that, and um, Modern Brews and Beats just kind of flowed for us. And so I think you'd asked a question before as far as modern. Um, the thing with that is that especially as people think about beverages now and how they may drink beer, but they may also want seltzer. They may also just want fruity flavors that have alcohol. You know, we now have, you know, cocktails in the can and all those different things. And mm-hmm. we kind of wanted to keep it open. 
Mm-hmm. and discuss what could be brewed right mm-hmm. so we do beer but we also may get into coffee we may get into seltzer we may get into anything else that may be brewed and just kind of have that discussion with people who make that stuff or people who sell it or people who are in the industry mm-hmm. and the music part kind of brings another way to get to know those individuals you know have mm-hmm. conversations maybe their beers are music influenced or we may find out that some of them are musicians on the side and different things like that. So that's kind of where, in a, in a nutshell, modern brews and beats is all about. I like so, it. I, actually, I really, I really think it's it's dope. Like you said, your your explanation, Tony. Uh, kudos for handing it to uh, Jerry. He, he did a good job explaining that. You know, what it what it entails, what it embodies. Absolutely. Yeah, I knew I knew he would get the better definition of the two. And and when we came together, I was um. I was actually doubting doubting myself because I'd never done a podcast. Uh, what's mm-hmm. funny, I, I had like a mic, I had like little equipment here equipment. and there. Um, because I've always been in- interested in podcasts and podcasting. Um, but it was it was a true blessing to to meet Jerry. When, when I first mm-hmm. met him, I was starstruck. I was like, oh shit, there goes NTX underscore beer over there. I'm telling my wife, <laughs> like, there you go. Wow. Like, oh, right, man, right. like he talked to me. I can't believe this. And, um, <laughs> uh, he, he invited me to to Dallas Beer Talk on uh, I think it was like a New Year's Eve one, or um, two three years ago, and uh, we've been cool ever since. And uh, mm-hmm. like he stated, Victor Santana said, "Hey man, y'all, y'all two love music. Y'all should do something." And um, mm-hmm. we started talking, and I I I really love the um, we come from like two different sides of music. Um, mm. A million and a half years ago, I tried DJing in college. Um, it, it didn't really work out. I, I needed <laughs> to focus more on grades instead of music and, and women. So um, I kind of, I kind of threw that out. And yeah, um, pick one. Pick, pick yeah, this. One. Yeah, pick this I'm one. glad. I'm glad I, I got the degree. So <laughs> it paid off. In the long run. Paid off in the long that run. slid right on in there, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, it, it, it helped. So, um, so one of the, I told myself, you know, I, I, I'm still a collector of music. Um, I, I still love music mm-hmm. and, um, not really as far as, um, I, I it's funny cause we, we just moved to central Arkansas and mm-hmm. I was packing up all my CDs that I had. And I was like, shit, I don't even collect CDs. Everything's digital for me now. And I know, mm-hmm. uh, Jerry and I would talk about digital and vinyl. My wife is now trying to get into vinyl collecting. And so um, it, it, just hearing Jerry's side of music where he came from versus my side and we come together, it, it's a beautiful place here in the middle and we get to like pick each other's brains and stuff. And yeah. um, so, I, I try so to get Jerry say that, to... When you say that, what do you mean? Like what's his side of music and what's his side? Yeah, who collects what? Jerry, I, I want to say Jerry's more global, international sometimes. He'll mm-hmm. he'll name out some people. I'm like, I ain't never heard of them before. Like, <laughs> but but then I go check them out and they jam. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm more um I don't want to say it, it is indie indie pop, indie hip hop, but yeah. And more like top 100 or top 50 or sometimes. Maybe. Sometimes okay. if it jams, yeah. Um but I, I kind of like just the you never hear about him. I I named some people yeah. on the show, and Jerry was like, "Oh, okay, okay, never heard that before." And he's named plenty of. <laughs> oh, people. is that like? I don't mean to interrupt. Is that the challenge to to name thing no, name no. people <laughs> that y'all really ain't heard that, that actually jam? Like, oh, this guy jams. You ain't heard of him. I I got one. 
I think it's really just introducing the audience to something different. Mm. That's yeah. what I see. It's not really a, a oh. challenge between him and I, because again, he he'll say some 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 artists, new artists, old artists, and I go back and listen to him. Oh damn, I never heard it. I never mm. heard that before. Um, yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I appreciate picking his brain on music, and um, mm-hmm. and then when I, I throw out my my trap music and stuff to him, he's like, okay. <laughs> uh-oh, uh-oh. So you JMB King, okay? Get I it popping. Let's get it popping. Hey, yeah, get so. it popping. And, and that's the Tony, music side of it. So, so Tony also is a lot more into a lot of mixtapes, and so a lot of times they may be uh, mm. certain underground artists. Not, you know, I totally enjoy underground artists too, especially if I get word of something that's really fresh that is like people hadn't heard yet. Because I used to be the guy that always loved to show new music to people, mm-hmm. so I like yeah. kind of having something that people don't know, so I can go, okay, here's a little something new for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes it's some, it's just a matter of like different sides of the deal. I, I just happened to hear it. Maybe I was, I used to be in a band in Houston and was doing, it was a cover band. So mm-hmm. I was doing that for a little while. And so I got influenced to a lot of music doing that as well. Mm-hmm. What, instrument, what instrument, vocally or? Yeah, that's how I was on, yeah. It was, it was vocals, yeah. Nice. All right. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay. Singer, I try to get Jerry to sing on the show all the time. It, it ain't working. He don't do it. Well, at least, <laughs> yeah. at least Jerry, what was your song? What was, the, sing, what was your song? What was the song that you was like, this is my this is my jam. Like, don't nobody sing this song. Even if I'm not there that day, y'all don't sing this song. What's that? Well, uh, so most of the stuff we were doing was stuff from the '70s to the '90s. So we would turn, we would do like um, "So in Love with You." Al Green would also do "Sign Your Name" by Terrence and Darby. We'd also nice. do uh, Maxwell stuff, and we it was just a matter of just now, Jerry, a lot now, of Jerry, ask what you, what's your song, Jerry? My song. Yeah, what's the song that can't nobody sing in the band? And they, when you get there, they be like, yo, you kill that thing. Right. Well, Run with it. Let me also say that we also wrote our own music. So oh, right. those were the songs that they really couldn't do without me because those, those were my, right. my vocals. Okay. I wrote those songs. So now, so, yeah. now, now, I'm, I'm, now I'm more confused why Modern Bruise and Beast don't have a song written by, sung by Jerry as the intro. Like, <laughs> or they should have their own soundtrack. It should be like a 16 disc. All like right. we talked about yesterday. They should have a, they should have a Christmas right. CD. Where are your Christmas CD at? <laughs> <laughs> the Christmas CD. Man. We got, we got Bedroom fun. DJ. We got Front Front uh front Cover band, band. Jerry. Yep. I, 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 this nice. is a band right here. Well, right. you might to see Jerry. We can't let you go without singing because what's gonna happen is that if you don't see everything that you say in this podcast, we're gonna cut it out and we're just gonna hear Tony talking the whole time. But see, the only, only challenge with that is that because I'm here at Oak Cliff Brewing, there's like a speaker playing different music behind me. Yeah. So it's gonna be like throwing me off, like oh, okay, I can't yeah. I can't even really hear the music behind right, you though. Really? I can hear I can hear you a whole it's, it's, lot. It seems like behind. it's easy listening. It ain't it ain't they ain't they ain't blaring your ears on my window. I feel like you could sing whatever they playing right now. Right. And I feel like you just don't want to go along with the uh, this one I may need Tony because I'm not sure who this artist is. I'm going uh, <laughs> like I said, I, I, I hear you perfectly good, man. I don't even hear the music behind. So. Right. Yeah. We, 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 like, I can hear it a little bit, but I hear everything in these big ass headphones. The techno- <laughs> <laughs> that's the technology of StreamYard for you to cut for them to cut that out. That's tech- nice. StreamYard. Yeah. StreamYard. That's funny. Yeah, well, Jerry, you, you talk you you talked about um you know being a pretty much a lifer doing podcasts in 2005 um and loving beer 
of your, I guess you would say in your beer journey, um, more specifically, um, what was, what did you start out drinking and what, uh, did it start in 2005 around the same time that you were podcasting? Um, and what was that kind of beer that changed your perspective about, um, craft brew? So I began craft beer drinking. Uh, I would say that was probably around 2014. Okay. Um, So that came in, you know, much later. And because I do liquor and stuff like that, and of course some tobacco beer, but as far as craft stuff and local craft stuff, that was probably 2014, 2015. Okay. And even that was like, you know, little baby steps, but I, there was a place in my neighborhood, uh, North Oak Cliff Beer and Wine, mm-hmm. and I saw the um, Brother Thelonious by North uh, Coast. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, one, you know, Thelonious Monk, I'm like, okay, talk to me. You know, we mm-hmm. got jazz going on, but of course, I'd never had an Abbey Ale. I'd never had a Dutch Abbey Ale, and I tasted that, and I was like, whoa, that's beer. Yeah. That is what beer can be. Mm-hmm. And so it really opened my mind up to the different flavors of beer. Now, this was before there were a lot of places that helped, had open tap rooms here in the Dallas Fort Worth area. Okay. At that time, there was just a lot of beers that was coming in from out of state and stuff like that. So when okay. tap rooms started opening up, that's when I began to really kind of explore what was going on here and locally. And NTX Beer was just sort of a, a channel to talk about that for a lot of people who, when they think about Texas, they think about maybe Jester King. And now with the success of Black is Beautiful, Marcus with uh, Webbit Souls. Uh-huh. Um, but other than that, they may not know a lot of what's in Texas or what's available. So it was just kind of a, a channel to say, hey, you come to Dallas Fort Worth area, you may be flying through for a visit, maybe seeing some family. Here's uh-huh. some breweries you can visit mm-hmm. when you're here. Mm-hmm. Nice. Same uh, question for you, Tony. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, gosh, I, I guess my journey into the whole craft beer scene was really just being a it started back in, in my college days. Um, I went to University of North Texas in Denton, and mm-hmm. I was introduced, you know, up there, liquor was cheap, so I really couldn't afford beer, honestly. <laughs> so uh, when I was drinking beer, it was the Bud Lights, Miller Lights, it was something like that. So that was my first introduction just to beer, period. Mm-hmm. Eventually, um I remember uh, there was a, a bar. It's no longer in existence, but they had um, Ziegenbach, uh, the first type of Bach beer I ever had. And I said, you know, my buddy was the the bartender. He poured it up for me, and I was like, wow, this is this is beer. I never this is, this is, doesn't taste like the other stuff, uh, mm-hmm. the Miller Lights, the Bud Lights, whatever, the Coors Banquets, yeah. whatever cheap stuff I can get a hold of. It didn't taste like that. Yeah, it had, it, it had a, a body to it. It had flavors in it that I'd never tasted before. Something right. totally different than the ordinary. And I gave that a try for not that long because it was it was heavier. It was different. Um, mm-hmm. And then it was maybe a couple years later, right up to the point where I graduated to where I was introduced to ciders, cider beer. Mm-hmm. Um, and me being just a um, just a I, I, I drink a lot of water, a lot of juice and mm-hmm. Ah, this beer tastes like apple juice. And right, right. It's a little sweetness. Yeah, it tricked me. You tricked it in me. So it, yeah. it got me. And, and um, that's what really got me. And it was a cider beer. My first cider beer was Woodchuck. I believe that's up there in Vermont. Um, oh, yeah. If I'm mm. correct. 
Mm-hmm. And then come to find out there was a, a beer brewery in Austin, Texas called Austin East Ciders that was making cider beers. And um, I, I, I started to explore. Uh, they had a honey cider. They had a dry cider. Uh, a couple more. And I just, man, let me just, I saw it at uh, my local grocery store and I, I, I kept buying them a uh, little mm-hmm. six packs and that was it. Now, when did I jump into, because now I don't even mess with ciders. That's the crazy thing. I'm not, <laughs> I, I, not give saying I stepped step my that, game up. Yeah. Give but, me that hard stuff. Give me that. Somebody was, come, yeah. somebody was like, you drinking ciders? <laughs> get you a beer. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I, I, oh man, you got so much beer at the time. Like I don't even remember like when I crossed over, but one mm-hmm. of the first beer breweries that I went to, um, and, and University of North Texas is only like 30 minutes from the Dallas area. In fact, it's still considered DFW, the Dallas Fort Worth area. Okay. But there were no beer breweries there at the time. When Petacolas uh in dallas fort worth in, in in the city of dallas opened up that's one of the first beer breweries i went to and tried their like golden opportunity um and jerry correct me if i'm wrong that's a Kolsch beer um golden opportunity yeah and one of the and i tasted i was like wow so they make this literally right here behind this behind this wall like right right and I, so just seeing the small scale of people brewing these wonderful different types of beers and I said, I got I to gotta start tracking this. I got to start co- collecting this information. So I got on Instagram and I started taking pictures of it. And mm. what started off truly as a hobby and it still is to this day, it's leading me to different things. And here I am today talking to you guys. So there it is. You know, is. Yeah. So that was, that was my journy. So he was, was a cider journey. guy first. Yeah, I mean, I I could that that makes sense though. That makes complete sense. It makes complete sense to go from like if you uh more of a either a spirit drinker or you like juices and stuff, yeah. Go to a cider and and then work your way to a beer. Yeah, yeah. It's like a goza, a goza would be a gateway if you like juice juice and fruits. Right, and that's kind of close to like drinking that's where I'm at. Yeah, yep, and that's where I'm 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 right. That's my favorite styles right there. Yeah, yeah. I get that too. Makes sense. I haven't crossed over to the harder stuff though. <laughs> what's the, what's no. the harder, wait, what's the harder stuff? I uh, like them IPAs. IPAs. They haven't tricked you yet. No, nah, I haven't got tricked. It. I haven't got <laughs> tricked <it> yet. <laughs> when, I got, when I got tricked into them, man, I, I ain't turned back since. <laughs> so Tony, in that vein, what is your uh, favorite style of beer currently? I would have to go with IPAs, honestly. IPAs and. and, and I wish I was really good at like the definition, the West Coast IPA versus the the New England style IPA. I just love a good IPA period. And sometimes Mm -hmm. I like either or. Either or. Um, But I I like that hoppiness, Mm -hmm. um, especially that first or second sip. Mm -hmm. Man, that's it right there. (laughs) That's it right there. So I I would have to say an IPA. Otherwise, I just go back to an amber or a lager. Yeah. yeah, the difference, uh, t- Tony, is more West Coast is the like floral notes, so that you're going to taste more of the, uh, you know, the I guess bitter, say, bitter um, uh, very bitter. flowery, like you know, like piney, um, anything you can think of floral, kind of in the floral family, and then you got your, uh, you know, your your New England's 
um, and hazies and things like that. Either could be hazy New, uh, New England or West, but then you've got your uh, New England is more, uh, I would say, more of the fruit note or ju- like kind of juicier. So mm-hmm. uh, unfiltered a lot of times. Well, somebody said it was, a, it, it was just people being lazy. That's how they somebody said that's how it started. They <laughs> feel like filtering. They're not filtering that shit. Right, right. <laughs> it tastes good. Now, Jerry, I know I know you like I know you like smoked beers, but is that, that is that your favorite style or no? Um it, it's definitely it, it, it's fast becoming a favorite style, uh, but it could be smoked, whatever. It, it could be mm-hmm. a smoke. I've had smoked Temple Bison's, um, mm. you know, Black Hills. Um, yeah, I'd have smoked Marzen. It was amazing. I, I, but I'd have smoked Marzen. I've never amazing. heard anybody say that they, that was their favorite, like, smoked stuff. Like, well, that's because you didn't like it. That's because you didn't like the Roush. You didn't like, like the Roush. The Roush Roush beer. I, I just think like, like that. You, how much smoke can you have? Well, Kev, 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 who used to be at um uh, um what's Union? The, uh, Union, Union Brewing, he um that was his favorite. That was his favorite. The smoke really? beer. He had that the day we went there for. So, yeah, he that's one of his favorites. So just so so that. Jerry, you don't care what kind of you don't care what style it is as long as if it's smoke, you want to try it. <laughs> Definitely. If it's smoked, I want to try it. Now, yeah. as far as a, a style of beer just that's non-smoked that I go back to or that I look for regularly, um, you know, Robert Simpson, I, I like ESBs, I like porters. Mm-hmm. Um, um, box you know different i i like to have the those kind of variety of beers but yeah if it's smoke i'll try any smoked beer uh, in yeah. fact um like we were talking about on the podcast because uh, i mentioned sometimes non-alcoholic beer and i'm not necessarily doing dry january but i like to use it to kind of meter my alcohol intake okay and so um alcohol they have a beer called lodge life and Lodge mm-hmm. Life actually is like a little bit of smoke and a little bit of s'mores in this beer. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Really? Okay. I'll go, go non-alcoholic. Okay. okay. That's not, and that's non-alcoholic? Yeah, that's, that's, that, that yeah. athletic is what? Well. Oh, athletic. Athletic. Okay. Oh, okay. Hmm. Dang. That'd be oh, the have a shot oh, on the show. Lodge Life. I get it. Smoke. I smoke. I get it. That means I might have to have a shot on the side while I'm drinking it. <laughs> 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 Yeah. <laughs> do you uh, do you find do you find uh, do you find it um, rare or or a challenge to find a lot of uh, different smoke uh, beers, Jerry? Or or or, or where do you, where do you have a, a you know a, a liquor store or a brewery or whatever that you can kind of count on in your area that always uh, you know maybe has something that you like to try on tap? Usually the beers that I mean for beers I can find regularly that are smoked. Uh, they're going to be uh, like the Sri Lanka that uh, Rob held up. That those beers that you can find at my local um, craft beer cellar. Okay. And I can get uh, the, the Marzen, the Doppelbach. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Now, as far as craft options locally, uh, there have been a few places that have uh, recently done one. In fact, one of my favorite uh, styles is like a smoked sour. Mm. Uh, the Licken, the Lickenheimer uh, yeah. beer. Wow. Yeah. I like that. Might be all right. Nah, that is, I want that. It's like salmon. And, and <laughs> I, I, I know you guys know uh, Baron. And so uh, with Baron Black Man Brewing, one of my favorite things that he did, and I know that Tony got a chance to try this too, was called Smoking Lit. 
and mm. uh, that was a delicious um, yeah. Heiner that he made recently. Someone else has done a Lickenheiner uh, locally, and that's uh, Vector Brewing, and mm. they call it Moon Smoke. Okay. So, I mean, you're, you've got a, a great tasting beer that's sitting at about 3.5%. Okay. So you can just, it's just sessionable, and you can just enjoy that, and it's good. Mm-hmm. It's good. And it's a great entry for people who, I, I know some people are, they're very, you know, they're divided when it comes to smoke. They're like, okay, I want smoke on my meats, not in my beer. I right, right. Do you, you think know? it throws a lot of people off, like just because of like maybe the dark color? Because you know that that was my. I think that was my deterrent for um, for stouts at first. Uh-huh. You know, just because I'm like, damn, that shit is heavy. That shit look like I'm drinking tar, like Guinness, and you know, it just it's off putting my appearance. So I'm wondering the feedback that you might get or did you did you know just from experience like it's what, what is it it's a scent it's okay. the scent they they yeah. smell it and they're like going okay is this barbecue is this meat yeah. it's, it's meaty it's meaty yeah. smelling and that's, that's that you want to chew the look you want to chew the liquid yeah that roast beer taste smell like licorice it make you yeah. want to pour it over a piece of chicken or so let it marinate <laughs> like and then cook that <laughs> <laughs> so the first the first beer that that's always stands out as far as what got me attracted into smoke. Now, I know some smoke beers can be so heavy that it kind of goes into like a Band-Aid phenolic type thing going mm-hmm. on. And okay. I had something from Hammerheart Brewing and Hammerheart's in Lionel Lakes, uh, Lionel Lakes, Missouri. I'm, I'm going to find I'll, I'll I'll give that for your show for your show notes. But it, Hammerheart had a beer called uh oh god what was, the, what was the name of it anyway it was an esb but it was an esb that was in lafroy barrels so oh, wow. if you've had lafroy and you have that heavy peat scotch and you've got this esb you're like whoa, whoa what so is it's this a, it's a scotch is a scotch barrel mm. It's a Scotch barrel age the beer is aged in a scotch okay all right and, and it's smoked on top of that well, no, the the, the oh, peat that was peat the, the peat yeah. flavor in that barrel is what pulled that smoke okay. into it. Yeah. Oh man! All right, that's that, right. Was that, that was good. It, the beer was called Bog Burial. That's what it was, and oh, wow. I I enjoyed it. Now again, oh, it was completely divisive because I was sitting here like going more and more, and people like going have have, you know. Um, <laughs> but it was just unique. I think it's it's the same way for a lot of people who like are in the hunt for the hoppiest beer right you right. got some people who yeah. love hops they want that green yeah, i want it greener than green on the I edge want that. i want know? that damn all right i damn near chew on chew on the hop they yeah, want to chew on that thing like i'll definitely <laughs> drink the smoky beer like i'll try yeah. it because i'm willing to try anything basically sure. but it, it's not like that's not something that i will go hunting for but if somebody was like oh we got this smoke blah 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 then right. i'm gonna try it anyway yeah like if it, if it's on if it happens to be on a menu at a brewery i'm at i'm trying it yeah yeah like i said that Mar- it's one of them, it's one of them it's, it's, it yeah. seems like it's so rare that breweries yeah. aren't, aren't making them enough that it will be something i would want to try and to me, like when it comes to like smoke beers and things like that, to me that's the part of the craft part of the craft beer industry. Yeah. So yeah. it's like yeah. I want that. I want to at least try it because that's right. craft. Right. That, new, that new that new flavor, that new taste, yeah. that new mm-hmm. you know. Oh, like, beer beer can be done this way too. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yep. All right, so so I, I guess I got a question in terms of in the podcast, in terms of like how it came together, or actually no, if if no one has ever heard my Bruising Beats, like. What episodes 
or or episode would you be like, yo, you definitely got to check this out because this is this is encapsulate exactly what who we are and what we do. Do y'all have like, do you have a favorite episode or an episode that you go back to and listen to all the time? Yeah, uh, for for me personally, um, there's been a we done and I I believe we done two three parters, Jerry. I know we did a three part of Pharrell, mm. um, and we did a three part of CeeLo Green. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I always try to, um, if someone asks what episode to listen to, and um, I, I can't think of the number of which episode that was off the top of my head, but go back to one of those episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the reason why I say that, because Jerry gives me the floor most majority of the time when it comes to the music portion of the show. Um, and you can tell which stuff I'm a lot more um, in, in, passionate about. Yeah. Okay. Pharrell with Neptunes, NERD. And uh, when he's solo, very passionate about it. Same with CeeLo right, Green, right. Uh, from his so- from Goody Mob to um, Garls Barkley, Garls Barkley mm-hmm. to uh, to his solo stuff. Very yeah, passionate about it. And so mm-hmm. I, I I like to uh, tell people go back to one of those episodes, mainly for for me, of course, because I want them to hear me. Like, <laughs> ah! no, want to hear me and, talk? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen to this episode. Uh, on our on the show, we do um uh segments well i do the segments in about like a i do a late ass album review um i like to pick old ass albums and i'll do an album review on it and you can tell mm-hmm. it's just, i'm passionate about like some stuff like I, we have some things coming up uh later this year uh-huh. um and then we also do i do a cool tone these top five uh for so-and-so's top five mm-hmm. my favorite music from this artist or this group or this band uh-huh. so i like to tell the artists i like to tell the artists i like to tell the audience go check out one of those episodes and and of course we do a lyric lookup where we try to dissect the lyrics to a song sometimes right, I, get right. points. I i really dive in and i kind of make it go left or right just okay. just depending on what mood i'm in and what the hell i'm drinking at the time true, um, true. you so know i got I, you know i got a question i got a question since you dissect the albums yeah, Who's your yeah. favorite artist, rap and and R and B? If you had to pick uh, one of one for each favorite artist, just of all time, Three. my favorite, like uh-huh. or R and B and rap. Oh, just we, we, both genres, okay, both so, genres, favorite of all times. R and B for me, that's easy for me. Is Usher. I love I love us. Oh hey hey you got oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh my oh my wow. <laughs> I love him man. he does no wrong in my book does no wrong yeah, yeah. yeah. even when he's invited to my barbecue too Tony just so that you know he's invited to my barbecue that's another one of the bars you need to listen you to go, you and Devin need to hook up so y'all can figure out what time if y'all can sync up on y'all tickets. I tried to see him in Vegas in July, but he uh he was on break, you know. What I mean, oh man, yeah, well, I was there when we do our uh, I think we've done an Usher episode, Jerry's been we've done so many, but we, if we do another one, no, we haven't, 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 we so I mean, at, at, at that one, you'd oh, be a better way. That would, yeah, I would love to hear y'all. Yeah, to, just a, a full. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll get into that catalog. We'll get into that long catalog that'll blow Chris uh, Brown out the water <laughs> later. We'll get that catalog later. Tell you and I off, 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 off,
We're not about right, to do this. Off air. But what's your rap rap side? What's the rap? Now see that's the thing on the on the rap side. Uh, Ooh, I, I, I mean, good. this is going to be this is interesting here. So, um, <laughs> you know, CeeLo. As I tell people on the show, rap is regional. True. Uh, uh, it, it, or, and it definitely used to, to be. London. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. He'll take it. You about London. to take us to Houston? <laughs> I, I, I mean, there's some great rappers. Right, right. He giving he give us too much background for right. it. Okay. Right. I am. Is this an underground, underground king? Because now his stuff is just eh. But back in the day, he was the radio stations down here in Paul the south. Uh, Mike Jones, Paul Wall. I love Paul. I love him. Love him. No, to <laughs> me, honestly, underground kings, man, UGK. You know, not not quite, <laughs> but close. Uh, Juvenile, Juvenile was my uh, favorite uh, okay. artist. Okay. 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 You know, okay. and, with it. <laughs> and not just four hundred degrees. I'm talking about Soldier Rags, and uh, before that, and even after G Code. Great. Yeah. Uh, very. His lyrics oh, were he your so was he your artist that kind of you carried you carried his career with you like through like you know high school college and like did you did you kind of grow up with that in your cassette CD player like talk about why that was your um favorite the favorite artist for you he I can understand know. why Usher because you grew up with him you want me to answer questions huh. <laughs> when it comes to juvenile, the the thing, the reason why I picked him because at the time I was person doing this personal journey with music um, okay. in the late in the late nineties for me. Um, I came I came from a um, a school district where there wasn't too many people that looked like me. It was okay. a lot of other other skin people, white skin people, white skin people, white people, and um, <laughs> yeah. And uh, skins, so I'm listening to I'm, I'm hearing pop music all the time. Right. I'm hearing just you know different. So it didn't Max sound boy. Yeah, or anything. Oh, it, it was cool, but it was right. some. I knew something was missing. It wasn't. It wasn't hitting me like something was missing. And mm-hmm. I I remember um, one of the first songs I heard. Of course, back that ass up. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this is shit jams. Let me let me mm-hmm. dig into his. Let me let me go buy four hundred degrees. Um, that was the second album I ever owned. The first, the first album I ever owned was Crazy Sexy Cool TLC. Okay, and, and um, I'm listening to Four Degrees. I hear, um, you know, Ha was on there, Run for It, and this Little Wayne. You hear, you hear BG. You hear Baby. You hear Manny Fresh and all his um, his um. They were they was hitting. They had they they were on the radio. Like their albums weren't just them one one song albums that were on the radio. Like they had features. They had everything that was hitting on the radio. They took us from the ninety nines to the two (laughs) thousands. Definitely did. And Fresh was was amazing. So I wanted just to hear everything that he made from Mm -hmm. old to Mm -hmm. current to uh from current and what he was going to do in the future. So I was a huge cash money hip hop fan. Now, mm-hmm. with that being said, cash money did introduce me to so many other artists, not only in mm-hmm. Texas, but in Memphis, mm-hmm. um, New Orleans. And I tell, I, I recently said this on our podcast. That was one of the first times I was introduced to Jay-Z. Jay-Z mm-hmm. was on the Ha Remix. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. That's how I got introduced to Juvenile. Right, and I heard of Jay Z, but I was like, I don't yeah. know him. Know him? I, I, mm-hmm. you know, I hear stuff on the radio, but I didn't know who he was. And yeah, I was like, damn, he done teamed up with Juvie. 
Hmm, let me look into him. He must not right. be too bad. Right. <laughs> he must not be too bad. Years later, he puts yeah, that's it. Funny. That's, that's exactly how it worked. I bought, I bought yeah. 400 Degrees because Jay-Z was on the remix. I was like, you know what? Every juvenile got something with him. He yeah, got a, he, a winning. A re- he winning. He winning. He winning. Yeah, he winning. He's going to be around. Nah, I mean, how was cool, but it wasn't enough to make me buy it. But then Jay, I'm like, oh, Jay-Z co-signed him like... I'm gonna yeah. go check him yeah. out, and the album I, was, I was sold dope. me because they played it on. I high, sold me too. I was in, yeah, high, I was in college. Was dope, yeah. But Jay Z and Hot 97. They played in Hot 97 in New York. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. how you, it was like. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, right. oh, like, hey. yeah. And that's yeah. what got me introduced to Jay Z, and and that's then years fun. later, Jay Z comes out with Big Pippin when he puts Bun B. And yeah. on that track. Oh my god! He done tapped into where history. But the artist that I that really took me um, on on my journey from start to beginning was like I followed his journey was Kanye. I love Kanye. Okay, that's awesome. Even we some of the whack stuff that he put, does now, I, I still yeah. love him. He mm-hmm. pisses me off all the time, but I love the guy. Right, I, love I, it. I, Not even a love hate. It's just like you know what? That's just Kanye being Kanye. Just yeah, you can never hate his artistry. Makes me angry. Like- like yep. he just he does some stupid shit. Man. Yeah, yeah, you can, you can hate the shit that he does, but his artistry yeah. you can't like you can't deny yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. and everything that he branches out from the artists he works with is trickled down, and that's really just my love of music. But college dropout on uh, late late registration, college dropout, all that stuff, and all right. in between, and bam, left so right, down. So it's one thing I would like to say about that. I mean, in terms of because where you'd ask for favorite rap and uh, R&B artists, you know, I'm going to a lot of older artists, um, like from the 70s and, and 80s. However, we know that stuff comes back again. So right. we, it's still modern because one of the things that I love doing, and, and Tony and I have done some stuff like off mic where I'm like, okay, do you know where that came from? Did you hear the original song where that like, came from, mm. where that sample came from? Yeah. You introduced to a whole new artist and a whole new sound, like, well, oh, they did this. And so everybody's been getting off of this. And of course, you know, hip hop, we know James Brown has been like, it's like right. the bedrock of like right. most of the samples that have been used in there. But, right. you know, when you broke down some of Dilla's productions and, and the places where he got uh, things from, and you go like, oh, okay, there's a lot of stuff that, a lot of music out there. So I guess that's why Tony always sometimes say I'm more global or international. It's not so much that I am specifically global stuff. It's just I'm always keeping my ears open to different music that's out there. Mm -hmm. And I just Mm -hmm. love a variety of music. And if it jams, Mm -hmm. you know, and I mean, it doesn't even have to be necessarily a car jam. If it's a good song with a strong melody, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm in. Yeah, it touches you. Like, yeah, I, I rock with it, sure. But also, uh, we asked you. Um, I don't know if you answered the question. What's, what's your favorite what's your favorite artist? Your favorite, right, um, episode. Oh, your favorite episode. episode and, and and what episodes should people listen to? I know he's uh, Tony said the uh, the uh, CeeLo the ones Green with him talking. Uh, for real. Yeah. 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 I'm preaching. You got to love these guys. Whatever ones had my sermon. Honestly, I'm the kind of person where I'm like, man, listen to our latest. Listen okay. to our latest episode. Okay. Check it out. Uh, get into the feel of it. We always start every show. You know, what are your brews for the week? Because sometimes we're drinking that night, sometimes we're not. 
um, what are your beats for the week? What have you been listening to? And that can go all over the place. And then we may, if it's going to be just us, we'll get into our topic. If we've got a guest, like we're talking to a brewer or some different things like that. Um, I mean, some fun episodes recently. I know we've had just a Vector Brewing on Odd Muse, which is out of uh, just a little bit north of Dallas and Farmers Branch. Uh, had Kelvin uh, on from um, Bill Street mm-hmm. recently. And uh, also had um, Adam Sorma on from Trace Brewing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just some, some fun talks about different stuff and just mm-hmm. different ways to get into that. So, yeah, yeah, I would just say listen to our latest, check it out. And whatever that latest is, I... I I'm that much a believer in just connecting with people in our work and say, man, listen to that. You like the other one? Yeah, check well, out the well, next one. Well, Tony, like, I'm not going to break your balls a whole lot right now, but I, I didn't notice about you when we was in Pittsburgh. Like, how come I didn't know? How come you weren't pitching? You be Jerry. You be Jerry. I'm sorry, Jerry. I, I didn't know. I didn't notice about you uh, when we was in, in Pittsburgh. And we, we hung. Like, why wasn't why wasn't why wasn't I informed? <laughs> you know what? It was beer time. It, it, beer. It, it, it was beer time, but I beer. was there. I guess it was just we beer was because we had a whole weekend together. We we did, and we and we had fun. Now I, I didn't bring the the podcast out because I know for I know uh, for you guys and I know bearded brother. Uh-huh. I was there. Y'all had like the whole setup with with, with the shirts and everything like that. I said, okay. Yeah, right, we don't have all that. I mean, okay, so okay, okay. Say, connect with, and so when you don't have something in your hand tangible, which we definitely yeah. have more stuff this year, but when you don't have something tangible, it's kind of like okay, it goes in, but it might not stick because you don't have something okay. to remind you. Oh, listen to this. All right. So then, then you didn't have your right hand band with you, so that just you know. I, you, but see, even with, even with Tony, we need drinking some, and shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> we need some more physical stuff, so we'll we'll have some we more do. stuff this year <laughs> that we can talk about. Uh, yeah, we gotta, we gotta. I don't even know if, if the four of us talked about it uh, internally yet, but we got a little, we got a little snag that it, that's not gonna stop us from uh, attending this year. It's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna abbreviate our weekend, but but we'll be there. <laughs> I worked, I worked, I worked out my uh, my logistics, Rob. I think you on this, you gonna be on the same vehicle or transportation line as me uh, going. Uh, Going from west to east. Yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll see. Um, just going back to well, since since y'all are heavy into music in terms of the podcast and stuff like that, I so what is in heavy rotation right now for both of y'all? Like, what is what is y'all on y'all like y'all listen, listen to right now? Whew, good question. Good question. Um, <laughs> I'm all over the place personally. Um, I, I when I tell people at the end of our podcast, follow me on Spotify. And uh, on SoundCloud, because my, my mm-hmm. playlist, it just shows you I'm literally all over the place. So That's there's really nothing in particular. Like, I'll name a lot of underground artists. Um, one artist that I, I played the hell out of at the end of last year was this artist at a at a DC named Dreamcast Mo. He just has an EP. And I love mm-hmm. his name, Dreamcast Mo. It was just mm-hmm. Dreamcast Mo. Yeah, it, I definitely, I've never heard of him. Jam, okay. He has a, I believe he has a, a EP called like Floral. Uh, two songs on there, like called uh, Leo and Floral. Mm-hmm. Um, but dude, he jams. He just, he just straight jams in it. And it's simple songs, but I love them. I love them. So um, I found him. Yeah. So I, check out, check out. He came um, out. He got his EP came out in July. That's what it looks like. Four songs. Yeah. 
I believe okay. so. Yeah. And I, yeah, I, I don't yeah. know if floral was that was that floral or was that a different one? Let's um, see. It's uh lost tape. All, this is after all this EP. Okay. Which ain't bad. Think Tony ain't just either. types in. I'm starting to think you just type in artists people never heard of. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, this guy. I mean, some, some, some stuff. Uh, so that, that was funny, right? So when Tony mentions some artists that I had mentioned that I you'd never heard of, I'm like going, well, Tony, you just dropped a name that no one heard of. <laughs> I know. But I love that. That's the great that, stuff. With you. That's the good stuff about our show. Yeah. We'll just drop artists that um, that no one's so, really heard of. So. Tony like, probably making like, up names. Is he like go go? Is he like is he like go go artists? Is, I mean, because he's a DC area. Is it go go or no? no he'll sing. He'll rap. Uh, huh. he's, he's a musician, like like gotta, like Weezy. Check it out. It's a musician. Now, now, now I'm going too far talking about Weezy. Just a musician. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. What about but, you, Jerry? What's what's in your uh in your CD case? The latest thing. In your CD chain. What's in your CD chain? On the pool. I still got that. I, I still got that hard drive and that this thing up in my uh, truck. Uh, uh, the latest thing I've been listening to is um, blues vocal, uh, actually jazz blues vocalist Andy Bay, and okay. uh, and so I was listening to an album he did in 2014, uh, and just one. This got this baritone vocal, but it's got this four octave range and just this full sound and he's um playing piano as well just it's it's a it's a vibe and then i but there was an album i hadn't heard from him from 73 that was called um oh judgment and i, I can't think of that but he experience, wrote the song celestial experience yeah, and judgment. Judgment, experience and judgment and so mm -hmm. the song celestial blues mm -hmm. which i'd heard a lot of other groups cover I realized I hadn't heard his original track. You know, they're the man who actually wrote the song. And so listening to that record, I'm like, going, man, I need to get more into his stuff. So Andy Bay's, um, who is in my, who's been like, just as of recently in my YouTube music, that's something I've been listening to. Um, so yeah, it just kind of, kind of goes all over the place there for that. But yeah, some jazz and blues always good. Uh, sounds like, uh, uh, yeah, that is definitely still is. recording? It says he has a recording. A, a, his last record was like 2014. He's been recording for like 50 years. Yeah, he, he <laughs> turned, I think he turned 80 last year. Wow. And, well, Tony Bennett's still know. out there performing, so I mean, why not? Yeah, well, we know Tony Bennett. This is Andy Bay. This is a black man. Yeah. <laughs> right. We need to know and more about him. Like Andy Bay, B E A, B E Y. B E Y. If they don't get that man a residence in, um, in Vegas, in Vegas. <laughs> he don't want to be in Vegas. So let, let, him, yeah. let him close for Usher. Oh come on! Usher on roller skates and stuff. He ain't closing for the lush. Just out of out of respect. And there's one more artist um, that I jammed at the end of last year. Um, it's an artist. Uh, she's from somewhere overseas. I can't even think of top which. Uh, maybe London. Maybe her name was uh, Quindressa. Quint Q U you know Q E N D E S A. I D-R-E-S-A, one of the two, but she had an album, an EP called Midnight, Midnight Request Line. It jams. It's Word. maybe seven, eight tracks, but it jams. Uh, nice. So I like unique stuff, man. And, and But at the Ain't same no time, I, I'm still, I'm 
man, I'll I'll jam some Elton John in a heartbeat. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm kind of just all over the Y'all place. I like that new Elton John joint. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You were just recently talking about that, Tony. Yeah, you recently talking about it. Yeah. Now, now, who's he recording that with? Is it Dua Lupa? Or... That's Dua, yeah. Dua yep. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, I, then I like it already, then. I haven't heard of it. It's on. That song is on a playlist. They be jamming on it. They be jamming I'm in. Uh-huh. <laughs> Got you. <laughs> no, Jerry, Jerry, when you uh back to the music thing uh, or continuing with the music thing, when you, I know you said you're not as international as we would say, but when you say international, what international artist uh, is it? Matter of fact, is Andy Bay American? Not even know. Oh. He is. Yeah, he's from. The okay, state. so okay, so that's a, let's continue with my question. What international artists uh, do you uh, enjoy? Um, so there is a, a Brazilian musician, um, band leader, uh, by the name of Hermeto Pascal. And I love his music, self-taught musician. Um, it, it's jazz is kind of where you start. I would actually probably was more like creative, inter- improvised music. Uh, it would be just a little bit more than just the, the genre of jazz. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a favorite of mine. Uh, when Got it comes it. to... He just recorded um, something last month. Yeah, so <laughs> there's some. There's an artist out of well, several artists that are in the UK. Um, Richard Spaven is a drummer. Again, would probably be some would say jazz, but I'm thinking more like broken beat and broken beat stuff. Um, so it's more drum guided. Whatever he. Uh... Whatever yes. he does, yeah, okay. Most yeah. Most what was his name again? Say that name again. Uh, Richard Spaven, uh, S P A V E N. Um, yeah, of is. course, Germany, you've got the the collective Jazzanova. Um, so Jazzanova's done a lot of different things from remixes to actually their own music stuff, mm-hmm. and they've worked a lot with Fonte, mm-hmm. um, which was not it was, it was actually kind of my beginning with Fonte, right? So mm-hmm. yeah. before I had actually heard Little Brother, I had heard his work with Jazz Nova and I went and say, mm-hmm. who is this guy? And was, right, and right. So that's who, they kind of opened oh, up Little Brother. Gosh, okay. gotcha. mm-hmm. But just 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 think, I mean a lot of artists that we've welcomed here in the US that 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 made it globally like uh remember Craig David from back okay. in the day? Mm-hmm. Um that huh? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, Craig yeah. David. Craig David. He was, you know, big. What's the uh? What's the? He just dropped Adele. a single. <laughs> Craig Adele, of course, Craig right? Craig David just dropped a single. Craig, Craig David just oh, dropped a single with. Um, I, I didn't know he was still making these. Yeah. <laughs> they all. They never stopped. <laughs> you know? So right, especially a, if they're international. Yeah, they, they might. They might. Yeah, they yeah, might still be cra- killing it over. You know, because like David Hasselhoff was huge in Germany for years, and he never popped here. So Jerry, yeah, that's true. Germany loves David Hasselhoff singing. Uh, so Jerry, is Celestial Blues by Richard Spaven a remake of Celestial Blues by Andy Bay? And it has, um, it is, a, it is a remake, and it's the guy singing is another guy who's originally from Australia, now lives in London, but is beginning to get bigger here in the states. What is his uh-huh. name? Um, Jordan something. Uh, Jordan Jordan Reiki. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Jordan I like Jordan Rakey. He, he is. So awesome. Jordan Rakey is, is doing dope. the vocals on the Richard Spademan version. Yeah, oh wow. Jordan I do like Jordan Rakey. He is. So they, it, it all it all come full circle for Jerry. What's the what's the uh, yeah, that's dope. what's the chick's name that sing American Boy? What's her name? Adele. I mean, Estelle. Estelle. Right. Right. Estelle. Estelle would be bigger if it wasn't for Adele. Right. Estelle came and crushed all Estelle's buildings. One thing I like about her voice is that you know how a lot of people that um. Uh, from overseas, when they sing, you really can't hear their accent, you know, because yeah. when they sing, it's just like it sounds just just so yeah. pop thing, mm-hmm. universal, sound universal. Uh, but one thing I like about uh, Estelle is that you can still hear that um, that Europe that Europe swag, like she keeps that in her vocal. I think that's what makes me like a lot of European rap, like because yeah. because you, you can hear that you can still hear their accent like uh-huh. you can hear that stereo yo, you can hear yo, that yeah, remember, yeah. yo <laughs> remember when that when that don't rush when that dropped yeah. everybody was jamming to that don't rush everybody and challenge. it was doing all of the the gear challenge and yeah. the beer challenge with that song yeah. Yeah, that's like it was 18 blue. years ago it does yeah, what it was like, like. <laughs> Jeez, uh, that was 18 months ago <laughs> so so yo what you said is 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 true too you got some artists that have a unique sound and style mm-hmm. and i like i like when you bring whatever you bring right right so if, if your style uses your accent and that comes through in the music that can actually be a winner mm-hmm. um, right and then sometimes it's it's cool when it's not there there's a, a producer out of london her name is emma v mm-hmm. and uh emma v's got some really cool stuff but you can hear her accent it's definitely there right. but i love it it's it's good yeah. r&b right. stuff and i don't i don't think drill would drill Drill beats would have caught on if it wasn't for having that London accent at first. Anyway, because right. I mean, yeah. after that, until you understood the context of where it came from, you'd be like, eh. now, that, yeah. now that you got that flavor, right. now you like you hear more of it, so you're more aware of what that beat is supposed to sound like. Now I mean, got, even speaking of Craig David, I mean that big hit that he had with Arthur Dodger oh, oh. <laughs> with, with Arthur Dodger, the uh, rewind, the re, mm-hmm. re when the ball says. I mean, we. When I first heard that, I said, I don't know what he's saying, but I love yeah. this. This track right. is <laughs> well, I remember it's a local station here, um, called Power 99. I remember that they used to clown uh Craig David because really? nobody played his music and they would fake like he was calling in and they'd be like, right. Play my effing song, play my fucking really. Song. <laughs> yeah, I would love to hear that skit. <laughs> You're right, though, like, I never. I, I never really heard it on the radio, but I would, you know, but his, I would say his videos back when yeah, videos were videos the thing, popping, so you knew his video was, was popping. That's yeah. how I learned of him first. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and then so I that started, actually, you know, buying this music. That gives me a question for you guys about right. your music. And Tony and I have talked about this in different times on the show. How do you guys find out about new music? Because, you know, before, I mean, for me, it was usually the radio before and maybe some MTV if I saw a video or something like that. But now, you know, I don't really see a lot of videos, but how, how do you find out about new music? Well, I'm a, I'm a serious XM uh, subscriber. So I think by having that, you know, that they, that's less, less commercially. And, you know, so you're hearing pretty much everything through, you know, various radio stations. You hear it on Channel 45 when they do, you know, their spe- specific mix for hip hop or for um, like R&B. Uh, they're playing uh more than just the radio kind of rotation, rotation. Um, although they're starting to saturate with the same stuff, they're kind of, you know, taking a, a bite out of the apple, if you, you know, if you, if you will. 
Um, so Sirius XM is one one way. Um, sometimes I just go to my Apple Music really and start uh, just kind of like surfing through like radio or things like that. Those are my two sources. Yeah, I'll, I'll make a joke. Go ahead, go ahead, I, was, I was joking with uh, Tony when I said you type in Army music that no one heard of. I think I might do that. So I gotta... Yeah, I feel like you can you Google that every once, like once yeah, a year. No, but but I follow, definitely follow me on the platforms and check out my playlist, man. You can find some stuff like that. I definitely I let my algorithm do, do the work a lot of time because on Apple Music, like I go and look at listen to one music, and I think that's how I found uh, Jordan Reiki to begin with. I, I think I was listening to Tom. Somebody, Tom, I can't remember his name. My man Tom, I can't remember his last name at the top of my head. But it said, "You might, if you like this artist, you might like this too." I'm like, "You know ah, what?" Yeah. Yeah. And I do, and it just takes me down further down a rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. I, I like to do. I, I like to do that with older artists. Like I'll type in an older artist that I know, and then I'll create a station with that artist, and they'll play like a lot of '70s and '60s music, mm-hmm. and I'll just something comes in my ear, I can just click on it. And then it's saved, and I'm down a rabbit hole on that particular particular artist that way. But for new music, uh, I have a 13 year old son, and <laughs> he is he's like he's you. Is, he's like you, Jerry. Once it gets pop, once it gets popular, he's out. So I'm like maybe once a month, like what's new, and he'll send me something. Then I start liking it, and a month later, I'm like, what's new? Because I like Roddy Rich, and he's like, nah, I don't really like him no more it's the new guy and i'm like all right cool well i don't like this mm-hmm. new guy he's screaming at me so I'll wait <laughs> next month when you got the new guy <laughs> so it's my son for the new stuff and uh itunes for the for the old stuff yeah i think i, I definitely i mean i got one on 17 the other one 21 so yeah i i kind of go a lot of like if if it's new stuff i'm, I'm going based off what they listen to mm-hmm. and they don't really listen mm-hmm. to like mainstream music thing good right. so Neither so it's mind. it's like something different every time. But normally, like I go for my walks, I just let whatever Spotify play, I'm listening to it, and if I like it, I save it so I can go back to it. And a lot of times, that a lot of them will have features on them, and so then I'm like, well, who the other person on the John? And then I look them up, and next thing you know, it's just you I'm just there, going on yeah. and on and on, mm-hmm. finding different people. And I notice a lot of them either. <laughs> It's a lot of Afrobeat stuff that I listen to. Mm-hmm. A lot of UK music. It's just like it's. Mm-hmm. I don't like when I'm walking. For some reason, I don't like to listen to like mainstream stuff. You don't want to sing to it here. You, you yeah, know, I don't want to sing to it. Yeah, because I'm mm-hmm. focused on my walking. I just want right. to be able to the bop mm-hmm. to it. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like a lot of times, like different music from different different countries be like rocking. Mm-hmm. Jerry, I have a question for you. That's off the music subject, but it's more on podcast. You said 2005. Um, that's amazing. First of all, uh, that you started podcasting back then. How did yeah. how did you? I never, I didn't know about podcasts until '07, and I thought that that was early. How did you find out, and what made you start a podcast then? So, Mike, when I graduated from college, it was in radio communications, and I learned about um, someone who used to work with MTV one of the first people kind of getting into podcasting and he kind of started this. This is a, a gift before like the iPod. Well, before, definitely before the iPhone. And he was working to kind of create 
this little small. That's, that's a, whoa. Wow. Hold on, I'm sorry. That just before sounds like so fucking old. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is definitely before the iPhone. What? <laughs> because, because you know, you, you hear well, the word pod, right? And the, oh, yeah, yeah. You, it's isn't, so isn't that why? With. Isn't that why it's called podcast because of the iPod? Yeah, right, 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 right. Yep. Yep. most definitely. But now, whether Apple still has a hold on podcasting or if Spotify is taken away from it, that's another conversation. But right. um, it's Just one of those things where <laughs> the the whole thing has. When I heard about it, I said, "Okay, that sounds fun. Mm-hmm. How can you upload it? How can people download it?" And then getting into like RSS feeds and all that whole whole thing. And so I just wanted to create a show. Just kind of dealing with uh, arts in the community here in Dallas, mm-hmm. and that show was called Mandrake Society Radio, and I had it on for like five years. I was doing that podcast, and that definitely was something where I was out all the time, just pushing that particular show. And one because the name was different. Um, with, uh, people see Mandrake in my uh, names and stuff like that, and, and for me, as I studied about the herb. I was like, okay, well, it's been used to a childbirth, and it's also been used as like a lovemaking thing. It's actually some some scriptures about using mandrakes, and so the whole concept for me was like make love, give birth, change your community in terms of ideas. And so that's kind of what I like started Mandrake Society Radio, and uh, yeah, that was 2005, and did that till 2010. Then just started with the blogging stuff and had just kind of gone silent on it. But I know a lot of friends of mine who started with me and they still podcast mm-hmm. to this day. Mm-hmm. So Andrake Society um, Radio sound like the podcast for uh, the Eyes Wide Shut crew. <laughs> I was thinking, I was thinking, it sound like it, it sound like the bedroom DJ commercial. <laughs> uh, we we definitely throw those, uh, those indie windows into our show. Or at least, at least I like Mandrake sexual and birthing. I'm like, what? <laughs> this is your man. This is your Mandrick Master Tony <laughs> <D. laughs> on the ones and twos in the bedroom. You're in the bedroom. Now. In the Your favorite on the group DJ. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's why they. That's why they. Uh, Kendra sold to come up with the podcast. Sure. They yep. had that yeah. Yeah, they could right. that yeah. energy. There you go. Mandrake belongs in the bedroom for sure. <laughs> <laughs> So, so what else is coming up uh, for 2022 with the podcast? Or like, what, like, what can we expect uh, for 2020, 2022 for uh, Modern Brews and Beats? And the frequency of your podcast. I know for me personally, it is getting out and 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 traveling more to different. Um, craft beer events and, and music events if possible mm-hmm. um now it's, it's almost like a i left one place and now i'm in another because I, I i no longer live in the dfw area but luckily from the beginning of this podcast jerry and i always did the podcast remotely mm-hmm. from, okay. from the start so there was no interruption no hiccups or anything when it came mm-hmm. to uh recording and getting the up and recording the episodes and getting them out um, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. yes, I, I, I leave, I leave the, the Dallas Fort Worth area where, um, you know, we get big name artists and stuff like that when it comes to music, but now living in central Arkansas, I am two hours away from Memphis and mm-hmm. growing up, I am a, I'm, I, 
you know, juvenile may have started me into hip hop, but I became a huge Memphis hip hop um, connoisseur. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, okay. From, have you from, been to Memphis yet? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Um, nice. And um, being able to, um, I know they got the Bill Street Festival coming up in May. Oh. And the mm-hmm. Foo Fighters are supposed to headline it, and I would love to see the Foo Fighters. Right, right, right. Are you using your uh, your media credentials to get you into some of these uh, events? All I do is say I know Jerry Richard. <laughs> hey, hey, there's, there's a, drop a name. They go out there wear carpet for me. So, uh, I, I got to use Jerry for that. That's but, right. Um, That's right. But even in Memphis, their craft beer scene is coming up, and I okay, cool. I, I had the opportunity to dabble into it a little bit the one time I I. I visited uh, with my, my wife and I, mm-hmm. but uh, I, I I tell my wife now, now that we're close, like for real, for real, we're, mm-hmm. we, we got to go often. Right. And, mm-hmm. and um, I, uh, so yeah, traveling more, um, I was telling Rob before we started recording, I used to come up to, I used to go up to New York often, mm-hmm. pre-pandemic. Um, my cousin, she's an actress in New York and her husband is a, is a musician. Mm-hmm. So just being out here in live music again, I miss live music um, mm-hmm. more than anything. That's I mm-hmm. really, really do. So I, I hope to get out to more craft beer events. So I want to mix and mingle and uh, see see you guys in person, meet these people yeah, in person. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And um, from the East Coast to the West Coast. So that that's really my goal. And then, of course, recording and getting more content for modern brews and beats the podcast. Yeah. And the content comes out weekly. So we record each week and um, there's no there's no season or ser- uh, thing for it. It's just uh, episodes, each episode coming out. Because mm-hmm. uh, someone made a comment, I think the person who uh, did a, another podcast talks about podcasting is a great tool for a story that doesn't end. Mm-hmm. And that kind of makes sense for us because, it, again, it, it's ever new when you're mm-hmm. learning about someone in their industry, right. uh, whether they are a musician or whether they're in, in the brewing field somehow. So we just have more conversations with different breweries coming up. Um, mm-hmm. Other musicians would love to get more of that in. Um, and, you know, yeah. And I, I really that's, love that's our good. interviews that we do. Our interviews are great. Um, yeah. Whether I line it up or Jerry lines it up, I know mm-hmm. you said which one of my favorite episodes. Yeah, it is the ones where we dissect certain artists, but I also really, really enjoy the interviews because I'm an informational. I love to learn uh, mm-hmm. something. Teach me something. Yeah. Tell me mm-hmm. something I don't know. So right. um, whenever I exercise, I'm listening to podcasts. I'm listening to you guys. I'm listening to um mm-hmm. I listen to a lot of uh, I listen to a lot of wrestling podcasts. I like to hear stories behind the scenes, like what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, the, the good thing about the yeah. good thing about the about the two things that you guys have put together is mu- uh, music and and and, a, and love for modern bruises. We and we've found this to be true: is you'll never run out of yeah, you know of. Um, it's unlimited like it's ever like you said it's ever going it's ever changing it's here forever it's never going to go away so there's always um new new versions of of music and and new palette you know choices out there and and even just keeping the curiosity the old older music that we once loved so i think that's a great thing too so if, if all of us as as podcasters help people stay curious yeah stay curious about the world stay curious about drinks stay curious about this mm-hmm. 
that's that's definitely a a major service, uh, yeah. and especially in a, in a place where a lot of people feel stuck. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Um, True. All right. Any more questions for uh, Tony or Jerry? Well, like he said, um, he's uh, Tony will hopefully be joining um, uh, us. You guys saw the fresh, the, the, the new barrels and flow flow fest uh, date has been announced. Um, so get your get your tickets early as you can, March first. <laughs> I'll be there. I, I go to Jerry whenever it comes to the new information, all the beer front. Uh, I have yeah. a five-year-old and a soon-to-be two-year-old, so they keep me really, really busy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you <laughs> you you I don't even know. What, what you do? Lock yourself? Did you lock yourself in the room tonight? Right. I did. I did. I was about to say, <laughs> they're at the door waiting. I, I, heard, I ain't heard no noise or nothing. They've been yelling. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Like this, outside so, that joint. Waiting. Yeah. I, know, I put on a put on cars too for them uh it's been over so i know they, they ain't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah all them disney movies an hour and a half that's all you get yeah, that, that, that's strategic yeah, man you should have put on malcolm x four hours he said lord of the rings yeah the all the source all eight of them well see that that works with kids and no at my house i've got a lot of pets so okay. while, while you know the pets are like going, hey, what's going on? You be hearing birds in the other room right. and the cat running. <laughs> so that's why you're at the brewery. Yeah. Okay. in the jungle. Now, now I, yeah. Now I have questions. What's going on in the jungle, Jerry? How many animals is there? <laughs> what's going on in the jungle, Jerry? <laughs> jungle, Jerry. <laughs> Hold on the jungle. If it ain't that, find out, find out you're a tiger king. Look, the first thing I thought of was a Ventura. Jungle jungle Jerry turned into Ace Ventura. Dr. Doolittle. Talk to this right? Right. So I got two two birds, a cocktail and a conure. I've got a cat and I've got a uh, I, the reason why I say I, I say I have this dog, this dog was actually we assumed this dog just because the person that owned them passed away. So we, okay. we have the dog in there, and so yeah, it's, it's definitely a house full. Plus the feral cats that are on, on the outside. So yeah, it's a lot oh. of stuff, stuff going on. Oh, well, you're like, okay, they need they need they need food. They need at least you know food feral, and water. The feral right. cats that's outside, they outside because you're you're feeding them. Yeah. Well, okay. no, no, no happened what else? So that's uh -oh. what happened was what happened was the there this cat came by was was pregnant and uh she kept coming by and all kinds of stuff like that. Then over in the next door house she had her baby, she had her kittens. But soon after that, uh she got hit. And oh. so I just oh. kind of had this feeling of okay, okay, come on. Mom is gone. Take care of you. Let me Got take care it. of y'all, let y'all do your thing and stuff like that. So, mm -hmm. that's, so that's kind of how they, they run wild, but if they know they need a meal, they come, they come, they come by. Gotcha. And they've been, they've been sending out the cat signal for sure. You know, there's the bat signal, there's also the cat <laughs> signal. So, cats become like, oh. I heard you guys. Oh, Jerry, oh, oh, Jerry got the hook up. Jerry got the He got that good food too. That his hook name hook is on. Jerry. His name is Jerry. He be, he always been nice to the time. You know, just get that pate and stuff like that. Like, so yeah. I'm like, uh, you know what? They got food, man. <laughs> I said, there it is. Fancy uh, feast. Uh, 
I want to thank uh, yeah. I want to thank Tony and Jay for coming to the podcast. Definitely, definitely. Appreciate it. Hey, thank you. Thank y'all so much. For sure, man. Before, before we wrap up, we always like to know how people can find you on these Instagrams, IG, how they can find more about modern brews and beats. So, how can they find you? Either either one can start. Uh, or, I guess we can start with Jerry. How, how can they find you and uh, all about modern brews and beats? So they can go to Modern Brews and Beats on Instagram, all one word, Modern Brews and Beats. Or they can follow us on Twitter, uh, M Brews Beats. And uh, that would be the Twitter handle. If they want to see the show, it, like the, the show can be found on any audio podcast network. It's all audio shows. And if they want to see the show notes, they can go to ntxbeer.net and all of the show notes for each Modern Brews and Beats episode is there. Oh, nice. nice, man. Yeah. Uh, Tony? Yeah, so um, you can follow me at uh, Koo Tony D K O T O N Y D. Um, I, I always tell people, and I'll say it on your show. You have a different audience. The reason why there's no, it's cool Tony, not cool Tony. I, I'm, I'm too cool to take an L, so I'm just too cool. To take an L. Hey, hey, hey! How long did it take you to think of that bullshit? Back in 2008. Two thousand eight. I, I, so, I rock with that. I like it though. I like it. So yeah, follow me on uh Instagram, uh taking the, the, the beer pictures. Um if it ain't me okay. taking it, it's my wife taking it. I'm just posting it. So uh um, I'm on Twitter. I'm on Twitter talking sports. Um which uh, you know, so I'm just I'm just on it chilling and uh, Spotify and SoundCloud, cool Tony D. Check out my playlist okay. and follow yeah, me. Follow and, yep. Just talking music. I love music, sports, and craft beer. That's me. Uh, well, but I, well, I always defer to Jerry, Mister NTX underscore beer. I, I followed him and he followed me back. That was my that was a life changing event for me. So, Mister <laughs> <Wow. laughs> hey, um, North Texas, I guess, huh? Yo, Tony, Tony talking like he owed Jerry money. He gave me the platform to, to talk and to talk music, man. So I, yeah, I yeah. definitely appreciate him and I, I thank him every chance I, I get. So yeah. every time I give him a shout out, that's five dollars off. <laughs> <laughs> well well now that now that we got for 2022, now that we've got the backstory of uh of bruising modern bruising beats out the way, when we do see you guys in person, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Um you know, we gonna we gonna we gonna fit to get loose a little bit. You know, just as a little reference. You know, the Diddy Bop. You know, the Diddy fit to get loose. You remember that song? Yeah. Remember that song? Uh-huh. Was that off the train to Paris? Was that off of that? Man, listen, don't worry about that. Was after? Yeah, probably. That's that. Right. that was off of that. Okay. It was Pharrell. It was Pharrell on there. So we gonna we gonna get loose, cut up a little bit. Um, you know, hang out. Like I said, uh, Jerry, I didn't bust your balls too much, but I definitely didn't know about this podcast. <laughs> all good. And if you don't know, yeah. now you now know. You know. Yeah, you know. You know. Well, yeah, um, I, thank you all so much. It's been great talking to you. It's been great, you know, just listening to your show. I awesome. love okay. hearing your show grow and hear mm-hmm. you, you know, doing more and more and stuff like that. So definitely excited about that. And we're just thankful. Thank you. Too. Thank, Thank you. Good, good, man. Appreciate good. it. Thank you for having us, fellas. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, we appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, no doubt. Anytime you need anything. My name is Lou Belgium. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> on Instagram. Yo. Yeah. You can find me on Instagram at I am 302 Y O D A. Yeah. Dev. Dev, you can find Dev Drinks Craft Brew on Instagram. 
And should you need to email me or get in contact with me, you can find me. Uh, you can email me at devdrinkscraftbrew at bruisingbanter.com. Nigga, you might as well give me your link then. What's your link? <laughs> I got hey, I do have my beer, I do have my beer ambassador uh you know stripes on my LinkedIn. You know, I do a lot of hit, a lot of marketing ideas come to me through uh LinkedIn. So profiles are up to date, baby. <laughs> You can find Bruising Banter Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Bruising Banter Podcast. You can listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere you listen to podcasts. You're going to say, hey, Alexa, can you play Bruising Banter? Because we are on Amazon Music as well. If you want to follow me, Rob G, you can go to Rob Stay Bruising. There it is. Beep, 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 beep. You can also go to www.bruisingbanter.com if you want to buy merch and all that good stuff. Uh, and check us out on YouTube and Facebook. Remember to smash that like button. Ah, ah. And uh, until next time, once again, I want to thank... Jerry and Tony for coming through on Modern Brews and Beats. Appreciate you guys. Yes, yes. Until next time. Have a good week, everyone. Peace. Peace. See, that's my alley right there, bro. Yeah, you won't capture my soul I'm again, I'll be so